Hello and welcome to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. My name is Julie Hogbin and I am the creator and founder. This podcast covers every aspect of conscious leadership and the conscious leadership code. And if there is a particular example or angle or subject you would like an episode on, please reach out and let me know and I will create it specifically for you. This is a really random connection. So please listen through on this one because A, it's true and B, everything is connected. Nothing, nothing sits in isolation. A while ago, no, I'll take you back. So back in 2011, 2012, I was creating an online learning platform for property investment with John Corey. And it was part of his property fortress. And we were recording property investors, people who were, knew what they were talking about. We were putting it on an online platform, which, of course, takes a huge investment. Now, it was John's platform, Property Fortress. He approached me to work with him. I said, yes, heart thumping. What does all this mean? But, yep, that's my background is learning and development. Let's see where it goes. Now, as part of that program, we went through a process of applying for two rounds of crowdfunding. Now, it still happens today what the public value they will fund, what the public value and believe that will return an investment the public will fund. So it's exactly the same now as it was then. And back in 2000, probably 12 maybe, so when I was really, really, really active in networking and property and oh, just really active on the networking circuit, you know, creating new correct connections, creating new associates, looking for deals, looking for funding, just doing what you do when you first get into a new way of working and and you decide on a strategy and a business that's going to move you forward. And we went through two crowds of, two rounds of crowdfunding. Now, we weren't successful, so I'll say that up front. We weren't successful, but oh boy, did I learn a lot, as I'm sure John did as well. But oh boy, did I learn a lot. Now, the first if you like, company that we went to to teach us about crowdfunding and how to make it work was an organisation that was run by Simon Dixon. Now, Simon Dixon is now very big in in the crypto world. I didn't know that at the time, didn't know what crypto was, never heard of it. And interestingly, everybody else on that business-focused, crowdfunding-focused learning platform I don't know what you want to call it, mastermind, training sessions, whatever you want to call it. Every single one of them was work, apart from John and I, were working on a project that was linked to crypto, specifically at the time, Bitcoin. Sorry, completely, totally forgot what it was called then. (laughs) Tell me, tell this is off the cuff, but actually it's really bringing up some big thoughts Everybody at the time was working on a project linked to Bitcoin from vending machines to payment platforms to um, accept it as a form of payment. 
right the way through to, I remember one person was working on something to do with coffee, but linked to Bitcoin. So, you know, this was back 2011-12. Now, I didn't know what Bitcoin was. I'd never heard of crypto, didn't know anything about it. I chose to do nothing about it. And this was probably the time where you could have bought Bitcoin for £10, $10, 10 euros, whatever you know, country you're listening to this from. I didn't investigate any further. It was one step too far. I had no idea how money worked back then. I had never no idea how the banking system worked back then. I had no idea how the finance system worked back then. But my bent, my knowledge was all learning and development. So I was working with John on this um, property fortress learning thing. Now, both rounds of funding failed. Obviously, the public didn't value our proposition and the and the project failed. Well, it, it didn't. Well, yeah, it failed. It didn't go any further. Now, why am I telling you about this? Because this morning, so fast forward to 2023, I bumped into, and this, this is actually not about crypto, believe it or not, so bear with me on this one. Um, I bumped into somebody who was working in the crypto field, uh, blockchain field back in 2014, 15, still did nothing about it. And it wasn't until the October of 2020, pandemic lockdown, that I decided to do something about it. And I bought a mining rig and bought the first one. Mined really successfully. It earned the cost of purchasing the machine and the cost of running it. Um, within the first 10 months. And then I got an opportunity to, and then I did some investing. So I bought crypto and then I gave some money to somebody who was going into the, I call it the gaming, so the DeFi world, you know, the, the kingdoms that are out there. Um, I invested some money or gave some money, not invested. I gave some money to them to to play the game with. And of course, <laughs> oh, what's happened to crypto? Oh, it's, oh, and then of course I bought a second mining rig right at the wrong time. Didn't do my research, didn't do my due diligence. Um, and then the, the market crashed. And I mean, it, it, it crashed. And I, being really honest with you, I'm in a little bit of denial about the whole thing. But anyway, I'm in it for the long game. I believe crypto is um, something that will absolutely raise its head. So minute for the long game, move on, keep an eye on it, not selling. Um, yeah, we will see what happens. But that really got me thinking this morning about investments and thinking about crypto, how new it is, the blockchain, how new it is comparatively, you know, it's been around for a while, but who really knows anything about it? Truly speaking, you know, there are, of course, a few experts um, and people have really dug into it. And of course, there are people making a lot of money out of it. Now, I've never traded it because I, I don't like trading that. I've tried it in the past on Forex. It's not my thing. But what really struck me this morning is that when something is new, and this is the point of reality of this episode. When something is new, sometimes, on occasions, a more powerful entity takes it out. Pure and simple. 
we are conditioned and programmed to operate within the system. Now, this is not a conspiracy theorist episode at all, so please hear this. But when things are new, a greater power takes them out. I was listening to um, an interview with Richard Branson um, the day before yesterday, and he was repeating what happened with the um, dirty tricks campaign between him and British Airways. So British Airways didn't want the competition. They'd already taken Laker out. They'd taken um, someone else out as well, and then they went for Virgin. And, and Richard Branson, I think, took them to court, um, and Virgin is still in existence. So sometimes when there is a power base, they, they attempt to take the competition out, and sometimes they win. Now, what, what's this got to do with anything? And I want to refer back to... Um, a previous episode I did, which was number 207. So please go and listen to that because I don't want to go too much more into that because I did it back then. So go and listen to 2007. This episode is probably 2009. So you've only got to click back to. If you think about a greater power taking something new out, think about your habits. And now this is the connection I made this morning. So remember, nothing sits in isolation everything is connected. I was listening to, um, I do a lot of work with individuals with values. Um, and from those of you that have listened to these episodes for a, for a period of time, you will know that I am permanently learning, constantly learning to increase my knowledge to help you to understand how you operate so you can go out and do different things in the world, do more things, be more of you, bring more of you into the world, whatever that looks like for you. And for some, it will be having a simple conversation. And for some, it will be building an empire. And I make no judgment on either end of any spectrum scale that we are on. Absolutely none, because we are all who we are. We're all born, born perfect. And then life happens and we get influenced and affected and infected and injected and all sorts of other stuff. So remember, sometimes when something is new, a greater power takes it out. Fact. So think about your habits. So you're doing something now that is so routine to you, that is so normal to you, that you don't ever really think about it. Now, I could go deep into the sort of philosophy and psychology of this, and that's not for this episode either, but just bear with me. When you have a habit, you do it by rote, um, and a habit is something that you have repeated a number of times that just it becomes your norm. Now, when it becomes your norm, you don't have to think about doing it. So there is um, an unconscious process that you go through, your body goes through to do the thing that you've always done. It becomes your familiar, your normal, your comfort zone, whatever you want to call it. Now, think about this. If you want a new habit, which you need to change something, it's new. Now, where does the power lie within you? The power lies within you, within your unconscious. So what do I mean by this? When you want to do something new, something deeper, something more powerful can take you out. Even though you say you want it. 
Because until you get that new habit embedded to become your new way of being, your new normal, your new process, the older, probably rooted a long ago habit takes the new habit out because your unconscious is is your power base. Now, how do I connect that from crypto to the unconscious very easily in my head? It's random, but everything is connected. Nothing sits in isolation. So you get a piece of information from here. You get a piece of information from here. You join the dots and connect. Old existing power will take out, like delete it, destroy it, kill it, whatever you want to call it, old existing power will take, can take the new out. So what do I mean for this for habits? To work, to change a habit, you have to work with your unconscious. You have to. You have to reprogram your unconscious. You also have to reprogram the trust that your unconscious has in you. So your unconscious is process is to keep you safe. So if you're changing something, doing something new, doing something different, your unconscious might pull you back. So work with your unconscious to change the habit that you wanted to create and get your unconscious to trust you. Now, I shared some of this with um, a very small sort of mastermind I'm in the other day. And it's really powerful. I mean, I, I can't express how powerful this is. Now, I used to work with my unconscious a lot. I am my own placebo. I don't get ill. I don't even get a headache because I work with my unconscious to keep me healthy. I work with my unconscious if I feel a tingle at the top of my nose. You know, like that feeling sometimes you get when you, you may be thinking you're getting a cold. I work with my unconscious to clear it. The cold doesn't develop. The only time it ever does develop, and this is so, 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 so rarely, and even then it doesn't ever last more than a day, is if I'm really tired, I've burnt the candle at both ends, which I on occasions do, um, work-wise, rather than party-wise, that was the old me, work-wise, it's still, I I can clear it within a day because I work my unconscious to remove the irritant, whatever that is, so I don't get a headache. I don't take a tablet, you know, I eat a healthy diet, you know, hear this, there are other sides to this, but um, I do eat a healthy diet, I put good stuff in, so I expect good stuff out, and I expect it, it's part of my belief system. So am I saying all this to you? So go back to listen to 207, episode 207, and what I really want you to think about is how some of these values, beliefs, habits are integrated into you to create you at the very early age where most of who we are is created. So some of my highest values are freedom, justice, dealing with injustice and voice. Now, if you listen to uh, 207, you will hear me talk about um, an experience I had a couple of weeks ago. Now, what I'm going to say is, And many people think to have a coach, to have a mentor, to have a therapist, to do whatever it is you're doing, that you need to be broken. But you don't. I am not broken. I am probably one of the most unbroken people you will ever meet. 
very practical, very logical, learnt to attach my emotions into things, learnt how to work with my emotions. And my deep-rooted values of freedom, justice and, and voice, and I'm calling it voice now because I've always recognised there's something with my throat. So if you go back into the chakras, there's something about my throat and expression and standing up linked into the injustice, but there's also something for me about freedom. Now, listen to episode 207, please. You'll hear more on that story. But why am I so emph emphatic about it now is because your my new habits, the new who I have become, the person I have developed to be, my future me is not, and my now me is not who I was. So I didn't have a voice. I didn't have a freedom. And that, and I'm not broken, that, without me even knowing back from when I was six or seven, has affected my whole life. It's ingrained into my values. And you're exactly the same. And unless we really work on ourselves. How do we know what's holding us back? Now, that doesn't mean I'm not saying anyone is broken. I'm really not saying that. But look at where your values come from. Look at why you have your values. Look at what your values are doing with you for your life. Because they will be. And many of those values, unless you've really worked on yourself and designed the new you, to express yourself well, to do what it is you want to do, will be being driven by your values. Now, my values of freedom, justice and voice have supported me over many years. And not only have they supported me, they've held me back. So I didn't always express myself confidently. I didn't always express myself out into the world. I didn't always deal when I saw injustice. I didn't always deal with it well because I hasn't, wasn't managing my emotions. I used to get really angry. Now, when you're really angry, that doesn't give you the best voice for others to, to hear you. My freedom value, again, has served me well. I mean, seriously, has served me well. And on occasions, it hasn't. But in the main, I will say that one has served me well. So it's, it's a primary for me. But everything has tensions. So I might want my freedom and I might want to be in a relationship. There's a tension there. So knowing what your true values are and what they lead you to do will really support you within your work, within your world and the world of others that you impact going forward. I haven't always had a voice. Or I've had the voice, but I haven't expressed it. It's been buried deep inside me. That has had positive impacts, especially when I'm angry. But then when I was angry, I used to express, but I never used to express it in the right way. And then sometimes I wouldn't say anything. And then it goes internal. If you're not expressing what's going on for you, it will go internal. And that doesn't do your health any good. So there's a whole balancing act in all of this. Now, how do I get to this from crypto <laughs> and it's this whole thing of when something is new, sometimes a greater power will take it out. So if you are looking to change a habit, become a different you, 
do something different. Please work with your unconscious to support you to do that. Work out why it is you do what you do. Work out why it is you feel how you feel. Now, if anybody wants any more information on this, please contact me. This is basically what I do for a living, apart from property and apart from losing, well, not losing, but the money that's invested in crypto that's basically probably 10% of what it was at one point. Ah, ayo, something new, in for the long term. There's a big lesson in that. Please do not invest any money that you can't afford to lose. <laughs> and even when you, can I afford to lose it? No, not really, but hey-ho. I tried something new. We'll see what happens longer term. But remember, nothing sits in isolation. Everything is connected. I cannot express how serious I am with that statement. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Conscious Leadership Podcast. And if you have found it useful, please leave a review. And if you have found it useful, please share it with others that will find it useful as well. If you want to know more about my publishing, please follow me through to the Amazon author page. And if you would like to follow me on any of my other social media channels, please do, which also includes a YouTube channel.